0: Welcome. Once again, we're glad that you've joined us. We hope that you've enjoyed some of the latest episodes that we've put out. And boy, do we have a great one here for you today. This is, uh, this is one that is going to be unscripted. This is us literally just thinking out loud. And so join us if you would. This is going to be a very, very fun episode, but we are uh, excited about bringing it unto you. And it's neat. Now, this is one of those that our faith does not stand upon, uh, that our faith is going to be shattered if we can't come to agreement on the topic that we're having today. Um, But today is just going to be one of those fun Bible studies that is going to make us think biblically and it's one of those where I'm just wow that that's good I've never thought of that before so can so. we
1: also preface um this is this is from the last episode where we were talking about the mysteries Yes. We're not going to be really covering the mysteries today as much as we're going to be covering a statement that was made, kind of like how we did with the author of Hebrews. Yes. A statement that was made. So let's now build upon that statement for a second. We'll get back to the mysteries, I think. Maybe not in this episode, but let's kind of build on that statement. Yes. But. Well, well, what was the statement? Yeah, made? what was the statement?
0: Why are you looking at me?
2: <laughs> because you're you so dogmatically said a statement was made. Well, okay. no, it's
1: because I'm I, not sure
2: we said. I'm it thinking like a listener.
0: In, I think sure. we said it after we turned it off.
1: Well, the statement was made. Uh, Chad asked the question uh, to you, um, and we kind of, sort of said it, but we never really built it. I think. Okay. I'm so I'm, the, I'm just thinking and as a that listener.
2: Is,
0: okay. He we, asked
1: the question about the stars. Correct. And the question was in Matthew chapter 24 about the stars, the powers of heaven shaken Ah, and the stars falling. Ah, yes. We connected that to Revelation
0: chapter 12. In verse um, 9. Yes. Um, Where the Bible says, And Satan, which deceived the whole world, he was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. So I believe... The stars that fall into the earth, mm-hmm. many times angels are called stars in the Bible. And yes. <clears throat> and so, um, so I believe that reference in matthew twenty four is Satan and his angels are cast into the earth.
1: So I think today we should talk about this whole star angel thing.
0: Yes. are angels stars or stars just, Hot balls of gas that supernova from time to time. And but then, the planetarium told me, because <laughs> we went there and we traveled all the way. Well, I know that this Sorry. is a huge, uh, a huge, and I, I shouldn't even say it, but everything that we know and believe about what we would call space, and I don't believe that word's even in the Bible. Is it? It's always called the, the heavens, the second heaven. Yeah. Everything we believe, we just believe what someone tells us. We've never been there. We've there's no way we can go there, so we can't experience it ourselves. We just have to believe what we're told. Can
1: Can I also make sure, as a listener, um, I know the three of us would agree to this? We have to believe the Bible yes. over anything else, right? We cannot simply believe something because Dr. So-and-so said it, it was always taught in my school, it sounds foolish not to believe. We have to believe
0: things because the Bible says it. Or let's say it, don't believe it because we say it. Yeah. Believe it because the Bible we, says we
1: just, it. We just believe the words written in front of us. Right. And um, I, I, I can't buy, we, we don't believe in evolution because the Bible says it. Correct. Okay. Um, we didn't evolve from a monkey. Well, that's what science says. You know, it's interesting we bring up this because I took astronomy uh, with Mr. Nelson at, at, um, at my alma mater. Um, but anyway, and here we are at a Christian school. I actually talked to um, Dr. Joe Martin when okay. he came. Um, obviously, um, he, he's a great apologetic for creation, but I brought up astronomy and he says, interesting, you're not going to find too many Christian astronomy books. Hmm. And he said, they're hard to find because they won't be published either. They won't be published or for, for most, we still believe these star things, you know, billions of light years, planets, solar systems, you name it. All of this is still based on evolutionary thinking. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, well, I was told in my Christian college class, well, read this, you know, chapters 1 and 2. Ignore chapters 3 through 7, because that's all evolution. And now go back to chapter 8. <laughs> okay. All right. That's fine. We can't do that to Scripture, because let God be true and never made a liar. But how come... We cannot come to a biblical... Un- Why do we have to go to the world to, to false doctrinal teaching to learn about God's creation? Why mm. can't we just go to what Scripture says about God's creation? Does that make sense?
0: Yes. Am, am I am I dumb in my thinking? I, no, we have to just simply believe the Word yeah. of God. And I think that's difficult for us Yeah. because we are so set on believing and and try not to get too political, but... I, I have always had a reservation to believe, whether it's our government or scientists, what they say, um, because the same scientists that, you know, Christians would say, well, we need to believe them, are the same scientists that tell us that, you know, abortion is fine and, yes. uh, you know, so to have the discernment to know. But I believe we just ought to believe the Scriptures and I think one of the things that robs us is not only our allegiance to science or the history of our nation, but a major struggle we have as well is, in modern days, the Bible has been just made into a book of poetry and romance, and it's speaking allegorically, yes, uh, metaphorically, whatever forically you want to <laughs> say. So we just explain the Bible away that it's just yes. literature where it is speaking literally to us. And so that's been a big battle for me as well, to just take the Bible as it says. I think it's a big battle for a lot of Christians. It is.
1: Because we have such a humanistic philosoph- that's a philosophical good. world yes. that is being taught to us, and we use that same approach into Scripture. We use philosophy into Scripture versus just the words that are written in just, front of us. What does it say? Do we believe in preservation, yeah. Okay, well, then these words are the words God has for us. Hmm. And these words are not to be taken figuratively, unless it is a figurative statement with words like like or as. Right? Um, but if it doesn't say that,
0: why can't we just believe it literally? So I will come out and say that the content of this um, podcast has really come from, I think, Brother Chad saying some things which has really challenged my thinking. He said several episodes ago several (laughs) and i was not on board with him then but man i I believe i am now um he said several episodes ago you remember we're i can't even remember what the episode was about but you were saying that you did not believe that the stars were just simply hot balls of gas Mm -hmm. and i remember you saying that and i've thought much about it and um And just recently, just had fun learning some things in the scriptures. And so we just wanted to share some things we've learned. So, Brother Chad, this has kind of been your challenge to us, which has been great. So why don't you start us off? So again, our premise is we're going to talk about angels and stars. Now, so go ahead, Brother Chad, you start us off. Tell us
2: where to go. So I think there's a number of scriptures to visit, but I wanted actually to start in 1 Corinthians 15. Um, 1 Corinthians 15... Verse number uh, 37, where we'll start. So he's talking about planting seed, right? That which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body that shall be, but bear grain. It may chance of wheat or of some other grain, but God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him and to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh. Hmm. But there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies, and bodies terrestrial, but the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another." There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars. For one star differeth from another star in glory. So he's using these things to illustrate the resurrection. But here's what is is worth just considering. It is worth considering that when you look at a seed, that you're seeing not what it will always be or even can be okay so when you look at a kernel of corn it doesn't blow your mind to know that a kernel of corn can become an entire stock of corn possessing okay. multiple ears yeah. okay so so it's not strange to us that we can look at something and that thing is not as it will always be you think about even i don't want to be, be careful here but even when it comes to human beings. Okay, we believe that life begins when at conception. Mm-hmm. But at conception, you know, at, at conception, even though we understand that that is a human being, that does not resemble at all the final state yes. of that human being. I would also suggest as we as I think through this that we know when we talk about bodies and God gives bodies as it pleases him, we do know that our body is not all that we are. We know that we are body, soul, and spirit. And so the soul and spirit is that part of us that we can't see, but we know that it's real. Hmm. So it shouldn't it shouldn't you know make us get weirded out to think that there are other things in God's creation that their appearance to our eyes is is not the only thing that they are, or could be, or that their current appearance is what they will always be, right? A seed, a a kernel corn can become a stalk of corn. You know, a human being at conception is not its final state. And then, so, so from 1 Corinthians 15, I see that there's different kinds of flesh. There's different kinds of bodies. And then we were thinking about, you know, This is something I was starting to think about at the end of the last podcast, but I didn't want to say it because I didn't want it to disrupt. But I was in Jude. We're talking about stars. And there's other passages that, I mean, that Brother Wiley was thinking of as well when it comes to the stars. But if we understand that the stars are... Angels. Now, they, they mentioned Matthew 24, but I wanted to mention Revelation 12 also. Just when it comes to stars, we know in Revelation 12 that uh, the dragon's tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. So we know that the star. i mean, this is what you have to come to terms with. The stars that you're looking at right now are stars that one day are going to be cast to the earth. Thir- They're going- at least a third part. Right. They're going to come to the earth. So if you hold rigidly that stars are hot balls of gas, you do the math, what happens when all those hot balls of gas come out the earth? It's going to burn everything up. That's right. So there's got to be either a change, right, a, a, a seed that changes to stock. There's got to be some kind of change. Or what they are right now um, is, not what, is not only what they are completely. So in Jude 6, C- we read... Because
0: could we say in that same passage... In one verse, they're called star angel stars, yep. mm-hmm. and then they're called angels, right? In the same passage, in the same passage mm-hmm. of scripture, and you also know in Revelation one, mm-hmm. Christ has stars in his hands, mm-hmm. which he calls them angels. angels, right? So anyway, I just wanted to link
2: that Absolutely. from where you're going. So Absolutely. please go to Jude. Well, when we read about these, um angels in in Jude 6, these angels which kept not their first estate. The Bible says the angels which kept not their first estate, but left their own habitation, he hath reserved in everlasting chains under darkness unto the judgment of the great day. Okay. So we would look at Jude and see Jude as, um, you know, having to do with, the Jewish people, possibly tribulation literature. I don't know where you guys are on that. Um, well,
1: there's judgment all through the book sure, of Jude. Sure, sure. Um, I think, didn't we discuss, yeah, we were in Jude, we discussed the body of Moses. Sure, yep. So we talked about that, yep. But so here's
0: a, here's another passage where they're called stars and angels in the same passage. In verse 6, they're called angels. Mm-hmm. But then look at verse 13. Raging waves of the sea, foaming... Out their own shame, wandering stars, to whom is reserved the blackness of darkness forever. Right. Hmm. So the stars that are mentioned in verse 13, are they not... <laughs> right. Would, would they not be linked with verse 6? With verse 6, the angels. Well, and
2: what does it mean? You know, that they are reserved in everlasting chains under darkness. Right? Under darkness. Onto the Notice it's the reserved
0: day. darkness, and then in verse thirteen, reserve the blackness of darkness forever. Yeah. So, <laughs> so once again, they're called angels in verse six. They're called stars in verse thirteen. Mm-hmm. All we're doing, all we're doing, right? Is just
1: looking at scripture. Yeah. And and doing the biblical, the biblical method of interpretation by comparing
2: scripture to scripture. Right. That's all we're doing. So so we could, if we're trying to understand Jude six, we could suggest. That these angels that are under chains, in everlasting chains, under darkness, unto the judgment of the great day. Could that be referring to, that that great day, could it be referring to the day of the Lord? Yes. Okay. I believe that, yeah. Yes. And so, is it referring then to these these stars which are cast to the earth? What are they cast to the earth for? What is that for judgment? Mm -hmm. Okay. So... Which, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: Which means, at this moment, they're in chains. Right.
0: It's they're bound.
1: They're, they're bound. bound. That's the word. They're bound. They're bound. Okay. Bondage. Okay.
2: Yep. And, and we can look up at night at the stars, and, and where they are tonight is they're where fixed. they'll be tomorrow.
0: Right. Because yeah. we've learned since we were children that stars don't move. Sure. If there's a light that's moving... That you see, it's either a UFO, planet, plane, satellite, yeah, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the stars do not
2: move, mm-hmm. correct? Until they do in the tribulation, right? Mm-hmm. Until okay. yeah, they're cast at least, a, out. at least
1: a third of them do.
2: So those, the angels also are named.
0: I was thinking of that. Where does the Bible say that that God has names for the stars? I was trying to. I know that's so in the Bible. I just didn't have the passage in my mind.
1: Psalm 147, verse 4, He telleth the number of the stars, he calleth
0: them all by their names. God didn't name trees. No. He didn't name other things that he created. Mm -hmm. But the Bible says that he named... How about this? He didn't name the planets. No. Even earth isn't referring to the... The earth is not the biblical name for the sphere on which we live because the earth is only the name for the dry ground. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, which means named, dirt. But according to Psalm 119, he named the stars.
1: 147.
0: I'm sorry, go ahead.
1: Psalm 147, Oh, verse, verse 4. Verse four. 4, okay. He telleth the number of the stars, and he calleth them all by their names. Okay. All means all. And that's all that all and means. And the
0: Bible does have some names for these
2: stars. The Bible does. And we would find that in, in Job. In Job. Okay. Would you like me to read it? Yeah, so are you there? Are I'm in Job, Are we ready to yep. go there yet, or do you want to continue well, with your... I don't know, before you go there, let's yeah. just summarize real quickly. We know that there are angels. So angels and stars, the terms can be used interchangeably. They in can scripture. be, yes. Correct. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they are. Yep. Yeah, it's not just
0: they can be; they are. They okay. are.
2: Yeah. yeah. So then we know. Thank you. For, thank you for that. Uh, so we also know that there are angels that are under or in uh, in chains under darkness. Mm-hmm. Okay. So when you look up at the sky at night, what's there? Darkness. Darkness. And I'll tell you why the reason is darkness is because God's glory between between heaven, where God's glory is and, and shines. Okay, between third heaven and second heaven is a crystal sea. And the crystal sea is what prevents the glory of God to shine through the whole universe. That's right. Okay, because we know that when there's no more sea, there's no there's, more need. There's no need for a sun. Of the sun. Yeah. Okay, for light, because God's glory is the light of it. That's right. Okay, so when we read about under darkness, okay, isn't there also an outer... Darkness as well, an outer darkness reference. I got to think about that. But there's stars that don't move that are in the dark sky every night. Okay.
1: The children, um, but the children of the kingdom shall be cast out into outer darkness where well, there's weeping and gnashing of teeth, Matthew okay.
2: 8. So that's different. That's yep. different. Okay. Um, so let's not go there. Nope. Okay. So we have angels who are stars, who are named, who are
0: Bound. Bound.
2: Bound. Okay. Angels,
0: stars, names, bound. Bound. Okay. So what do you find in Job? Job thirty-eight. Let me get over there. Just Job thirty-eight.
1: Job thirty-eight verse number thirty-one. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades or loose the bands of Orion? Let me keep reading. Yes, because another two, one verse, 32. verse 32. Canst thou bring forth Maseroth in his season or canst thou guide Arcturus with his sons?
2: So you have Orion, you have the name. It's it's capital O. You've got Orion, Pleiades, Arcturus, Maseroth. Maseroth. These mm-hmm. are all proper names. Mm-hmm. And and what is it that God is asking Job?
1: Well, he says in verse thirty one, "Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades, or loose the bands of Orion?" He's asking Job, "Hey, can you bind them? Mm-hmm. Can you loose the ones that are bound?" That's what I'm reading here. Okay. Okay. So I'm
0: just, I, I just take verse thirty one that it's God who binds, A God who does it, and God who loses. That's
1: right. And that's the point of these questions that right. he's asking.
2: So I think what we're what we're saying is we're just again we're building this case like are the stars more than just hot balls of gas? Mm. So if and and. and do we see snapshots of them throughout scripture jude chapter 6 job chapter 38 is it consistent is it consistent to interpret job 38 that way you know the binding and the loosing of orion and pleiades bringing forth Maseroth in his season the times and the seasons right so then i was thinking also job 30 job 41 he's still peppering job with questions Yeah. Okay. Job 41.1, Canst thou draw out Leviathan with a hook or his tongue with a cord, which thou lettest down? So we understand that Leviathan is Satan. Mm -hmm. So you compare scripture to scripture, Job 41 with Isaiah 27, Mm -hmm. which identifies Leviathan as the piercing serpent. Who's the piercing serpent? That is the devil. So Leviathan is the devil. So when he asks Job, can you draw out Leviathan with a hook? The answer to Job is no, you can't. No, you can't. But I can.
1: Yeah. Canst thou bind the sweet influences of Pleiades? No, you can't.
2: God can. But I can. And God can bind Orion. And God can... Release. Release Orion? Is it Release Orion? Loose the Bands. Loose the Bands. Which would be, you know, Bonds. equivalent to Chains.
1: releasing. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah. Can we can we stop here, though, and just say, because we, we started the podcast by saying the things that are fighting against us mm-hmm. to believe these things. Well, pretty much every Christian uh, creation, um, whatever it is you want to call it, publication will tell us that, Behemoth and Leviathan are dinosaurs. These mm-hmm. are these are dinosaurs. They would
1: also tell us that this is being poetical. Right. With with Pleiades and Orion.
0: Um, you know, Behemoth in Job 40 and Leviathan, well, Leviathan is an aquatic dinosaur. This is how we marry, you know,
2: science and the Bible. Correct.
0: Where we don't for a second believe that You'll notice Leviathan is always singular; it's never used in the plural. Mm-hmm. Uh, lions is plural, you know, but Leviathan is always singular. Um, but I think that I just want to mention that that that's working against us too, because Ken Ham and you know all of these that are trying to promote their ministries are reading this into the Bible that well, Leviathan is an aquatic dinosaur, sure, and Behemoth is a land dinosaur. I just heard a message of a, you know, a pretty big Baptist preacher. I won't say the name. He was preaching on this text and he just, behemoth is a dinosaur. He is a brontosaurus, you know, knew exactly which one it was.
2: And well, and I think here's the case that can be made I don't have a problem believing that a star is a hot ball of gas currently but I have a hard time believing that it's only a hot ball of gas.
1: Going back to your your description of a
2: seed, it's not going to stay the same. Right. That's not its final form. Well,
1: I think that that, that actually helps the believer too, the Bible believer, who's going to understand creation's changed, right, already. So when you see the star... The effects of
0: sin. Yeah. yeah.
1: So when you see a star, it's, it shouldn't be too far-fetched for us to think that this ball of gas can become. And what I mean by that, are we not in a different world, I would use that term in
2: air quotes, than what Noah was? Sure. You know what I mean? Well, the question is, when. You, then you have to answer the question, well, when did the stars get to where they are at this very moment? That's a good point. So then you have to interpret Jude 6... Okay, so did, is that referring to the fall before the fall of man, hmm. right? Or do you follow what I'm saying? Oh like, yeah, well, yeah, and we and we talked about that because the Bible said he made made the stars also, and yeah. and then you're saying, well, are all of the stars those things? Well, um, I don't know the answer to that. Well, you we know, don't, we don't know the
0: movement of the stars. Right. The Bible doesn't talk about at that time because again. We've, I believe that the sons of God incrementally sin sure. mm. as well. So um, I'm just trying to think of things we battle with. Another thing that I can see myself battling with is the fact that science calls our sun a star, mm-hmm. where the Bible never does. Never does. It makes a distinction between, because see, people would say, well, the, the star we're most familiar with yeah. is our own sun. We yeah. can see it. It's much larger uh, in our sky. We we see it on a, well, mm-hmm. not in Maine on a daily basis. But,
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, but the sun is not a star. No. Not according to the Bible. So the sun, we could say, is a hot ball of gas mm-hmm. because... We feel the heat. Right. We feel sure. it. We see it. But... Which uh, according
1: to Genesis 1, that sun was given to us for a sign.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It, was, to rule, it was also to
0: rule the day, that's the Bible right. says. Yep. Um,
1: because there's a son of righteousness that will rise. And that's S U N. Son of Righteousness, not S O N.
0: So this goes right so, along. Canst thou draw out Leviathan? Can you bind him?
1: Right. Can yeah. you can you catch yeah. him with a hook? Can, can you catch him? him? You know, can, can you bind you, him? Do you have authority? Because God's him? caught some stars. <laughs> You're not some, but you know what I mean. God's bound so angels.
0: Now on a greater scale, we believe, well, I, I won't speak for you all. I believe Job is instruction for the, it's a picture for the Jew. Job was a real man, but it's also a picture for the Jew for the tribulation period. Um, can't draw out Leviathan. Well, Revelation 12 says God's going to cast out Leviathan. He's mm-hmm. going to cast out the dragon. Mm-hmm. Right? But notice who is mentioned before the Leviathan. In Job 40 is this other dinosaur that we're supposed to believe. Behemoth. In Job 40, verse 15, behold now Behemoth. I believe Behemoth, who is depicted as a beast, you Mm -hmm. know, beast of... I believe he is the beast of Revelation 13. So in Job 40, you have the Antichrist and you have the dragon. You've got the Antichrist. So do I believe Behemoth is a Brontosaurus? No, I, I believe you'll notice his sword is mentioned, which the Bible says multiple times in Revelation that a sword is going to be given Which is interesting the because it
1: is not the book of Job a, a um, picture, if you will, of the nation of Israel going through the tribulation.
0: Let me, let me show you something fun. Where
1: the Antichrist is. Let me read to you. And the dragon. What was Job
0: covered with? Covered with boils, boils from his crown to his foot. Yeah. Listen to this description of in Isaiah. Uh, Why should you be stricken anymore? Ye will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot, even unto the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment he's given that same picture to israel in isaiah chapter one that
1: job goes through that yeah. job
0: goes through mm-hmm. uh, it's it's familiar to them but i believe in job 40 verse 15 just as in other passages for instance um in ezekiel 28 the antichrist is mentioned then the dragon is mentioned. You'll remember mm-hmm. in Ezekiel 28, he first addresses the prince. Is it of Tyrus? Yes. Then in like verse 15, he addresses the king, the king. of Tyrus. I believe the prince is the Antichrist. The king of Tyrus is the the serpent, the, the dragon. But it
1: just going back to um, stars and angels, it helps us. Know that when the scripture says in in Job about loosening the bands of Orion or oh, binding yes. this the the sweet influences of Pleiades, you know that's a great statement too. Influences can a star, as a ball of gas, influence
2: us? Sure, right. And and sweet influences. Yeah, you know like. Almost in a, a temptation sort of way. Yes. And yet, you know, greater is he that is in you than he's that is in the world. You know. There is no temptation taking you, but such as is common to man. But My God, mind
1: went, went to, um, we always hear the stars in their courses, you know, which is found one time in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And that's in Judges, where it says in Judges 5, verse 20, they fought from heaven. The stars in their courses fought against Sisera. Hmm. Now, Cicera is a, clearly a, a human.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Why are there stars? You know what I mean. If this Ooh. is a big ball of gas, mm-hmm. and the stars in their courses, you always hear that a lot. I hear it all the time in you know good good songs, you know about the heavens and, but the stars in their courses fought against Sisera. Yeah. Well, that would be an angel. Yeah. Not a star. Well, and and, and, and we well, okay, it's a star, but you get what I'm saying. No,
2: but we can establish, you know, it's we can establish clearly that. Um, principalities and powers are have direct impact in the affairs of the world that we live in. Yes. You know, when it comes to... I, the classic example to me is Ahab and the judgment of Ahab. And God calls together mm-hmm. um, the, the assembly of angels and asks who will go. And there is a, a spirit that says, I will, or an angel that says... I will go and be a lying spirit in the mouth of the prophets. Well, that is not an angel of God. You know, a lying spirit is going to be aligned with the Satan, and yet they're still under the authority of God. That's right. They're still—he can bind the sweet influences of the Pleiades. He can um, draw out Leviathan. He can loose the bands of Orion. If these are indeed names of angels— That are stars, Hmm. you know the power of God. Like when you think, what is the point of this kind of discussion? Just think about the power of God. Yeah, just the power of God. Well, how about the relationship of the nation of Israel to
0: stars and angels? I mean, Hebrews chapter one. Hebrews chapter number one. For the first three verses, he's showing how that uh, Christ is better than the prophet. Then, starting in verse four, he quotes the Old Testament like seven times. And um, he is showing how that Christ is better than the angels. Well, according to Hebrews 1, verse 1, God used to speak to his people through the prophet. Well, he also spoke to them through the angels. Well, think. I mean, it was the angels that first declared his birth. To the shepherds. Sure. Yes. How about this? Yes. How much explanation have you heard about the star which led the wise men? Sure. It was a comet. Yeah, it was right, all of right, these things. Right. It was how an about angel. It was an angel. It was an angel, yeah. was an angel that led them uh, there to Bethlehem.
2: Well, well, if you just do led th- them to Jerusalem, right? But if you do a thought experiment and you try and imagine what would it be like for you to follow a star to the right location. How in the world would you even know? Okay, I'm right I'm right below this yeah, star. Something that's this is th- right. Millions of miles be, away. You know? If you're off by a, a infinitesimal amount, if that star's way up there, I I'm know. pointing. There's no way you're gonna okay, locate
0: it. I was I mean, you talk about, okay, as far away as that star is, uh, I was cutting pine trees down the past. I mean we're talking hundred foot pine trees, okay when that when that opening opens up a quarter of you know when I'm cutting and I use felling wedges, okay, when that base opens up a quarter of an inch, that is significant. when you talk a hundred and ten mm-hmm. yes. feet right okay, it opens up a quarter of an inch here, it's moved several feet right a hundred and ten feet up so. Um, and also, so the star moved, but then it says it stopped.
1: Yeah, you know what's interesting
0: at, at okay. Bethlehem. So let me have some
1: fun. <laughs> I don't believe the wise men followed the star from the east. Do you believe they had Daniel, the writings? Of I believe Daniel. they I had the writings yes, of scripture. They had. Right. They, had to. they didn't follow the star till after Jerusalem. Because the Bible says when they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceeding great joy. Well, yeah. they've been following it the whole time. Why are they rejoicing now? No, right. They're rejoicing now because they see it. It's been two years since they've seen it. Then mm-hmm. they went to Jerusalem because that's where a king's supposed to be. Right. And now, what's the point of this? Well, according to uh, Numbers chapter 24, because you know what's interesting? The Bible says when the wise men showed up, we have seen his star. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not a star, not the star his star yeah numbers 24 verse 17 says i shall see him but not now i shall behold him but not nigh there shall come a star out of jacob and a scepter shall rise out of israel and shall smite the corners of moab and destroy all the children of sheth well who is the star and this scepter those are both capitalized in numbers um so i think that's interesting i'm just kind of putting some scripture together you
0: know why we stumble at that Is because we're taught that stars don't move. Yes. That's my point. Well here's a star that's not bound. Because where the others are bound.
1: They see it in the east. They come to Jerusalem, and the Bible says they leave Jerusalem after finding out it's in Bethlehem, because remember they did that. They inquired with Herod and they found out in Micah it's in Bethlehem. So they leave Jerusalem and they see the star. If you know anything about your geographical locations, Bethlehem is southwest of Jerusalem, not east. So then they travel southwest, and the Bible says the star came in to the house where he was, over the house. You know what I mean? That's when they followed the star. And the star's in a completely different location than it was when they were over here in the east. So um, a, a movable
0: star. So a star that's not bound. A star that's not bound. So according to Job, Orion is bound. Is
1: bound. The Pleiades are bound, but this
2: star's not. Well, and, and Orion's... Bands can be loosed God can loose God the can loose them bands. which
1: I believe those when the angels are loosed, sure, but what I mean for me again it also says his star yeah. um I just I'm stuck on that his thing there for mm-hmm. a moment what does know? that mean exactly yeah because yeah. is that? There's an angel of the Lord. Or is that? That's Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I mean. I'm mm-hmm. I mean, just. I'm trying to put. And obviously, well, we've the star. That and there's the an scepter. angel for Israel. And yeah, his name is Michael. Right. So I'm just. I'm just kind of
2: playing with the. You know what? To the me, the this comes. Here. Sometimes this comes back to, it does come back to our fundamental view of our existence and and how to reckon the physical world with the spiritual world. And I think there's two ways that people look at it. There's either, you know, you believe that it's multidimensional. So there's a physical realm and there's a spiritual realm. And they're two separate dimensions, if you will. Okay. And then there's, I guess I would call it the, the, the overlap. Like they're one in the same, one dimension. And I believe that... Everything that God created, it's all within the same dimension of of space-time. Because we know, you know, we would believe that. I believe that there's first, second, and third heaven, and those aren't dimensions. Those that second heaven is the the the, the cosmos where all yeah. the stars are located. First yeah. heaven is the firmament. So third heaven, it follows, is after those two. And between it is that crystal sea, you know, that that boundary. It's a boundary between okay. the two. What is the what is the
1: general name for the Lord? Like general, not generic, but general, as in as in God. Okay, no, like leader of the army. What was the Bible of, uh, leader?
0: Of, Lord, Arm, of Lord of hosts. Lord of right, hosts. Right. Right. So every
1: time you read "Lord of hosts," that's like that's that's a that's an army word, army military. Okay, Deuteronomy four verse nineteen. This is, you know, God's telling Israel, you know, don't make graven images and likenesses because I don't want you worshiping those things. Unless thou lift up thine eyes unto heaven when thou seest the sun and the moon and the stars. So there's a, you know, separation here. It's not, if the sun's a star, why is it? Anyway, Mm -hmm. the sun and the moon and the stars. Then it says, even all the host of heaven. So there's that word host connected with the stars. Well, if he's the Lord of hosts, if you, if you go cover and study hosts in Scripture, well, that's a reference to the angelic army. Well, here in this passage, host is connected to the word stars. I just
2: think that's interesting. Sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, so, okay. The host of heaven. Remember, is it the 180,000? What's the size of the army of Sennacherib? Do you remember that? Remember where oh, – I El- spell Sennacherib. Is it Elijah's? Is it Elijah's? A- <laughs> Helper, who God Elijah prays that his eyes would be opened. Yes. Okay.
1: okay. His name is starts um, with G. Is it Elisha? Mahashala Hasbaz. Yeah, that
2: I'm guy. just kidding. No. <laughs> okay, but what when
0: the, you're talking about the who got leprosy? Yes, his servant.
2: But before that happened, Elisha prayed that his eyes would be opened. Correct. His eyes are opened, and he sees what Elisha can see, which is what he sees the army. Of the Lord, which are angels. Okay, mm-hmm. so, so, all right. So, in my mind, it's like, okay, so those angels were there all the time because Elisha, Elisha could see them.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: But, is it Elishama? What is it? it starts with a G. It starts with G. G. Because he's a bad dude. He, he made a mistake yes. at the end, got leprosy, and ended up getting the nice clothes he stole. Um, we'll find it. Okay.
0: Why can't I think of it?
2: So you are, I think you're right about it starting with a G. Uh, Gehazi. All right, Gehazi. I not think of it. So, Geha- and correct me if I am incorrect about his eyes being opened. Is that right? Elisha correct.
1: prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw, and behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha.
2: Okay, so Elisha is praying... That Gehazi? Gehazi. 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 How pronounce it, this is 2 Kings 6, yep. 17. So he's praying that he can see. Mm-hmm. So so Elisha can already see this. But he's praying that this... So the angels were already there. Gehazi, after God answers that prayer, he can then see what is now there. Yes. Okay? So I'm just making the case, trying to make the case that spiritual realm is not other than the physical universe it is baked into the cake oh it's here it's here, it's here. yeah it's around it's us here. so it shouldn't we shouldn't stumble at the fact that when we look at the stars we're looking at celestial bodies that may be something different entirely i just think it's interesting it is a fascinating when you, discussion when you it connect
1: is. them all right and you see right stars yeah um angels and like I like how you said it when you connect the spiritual with the physical. Sure, it's baked in the cake. Right. That's, that's one of my favorite. But I if love we
2: can't that. if we can't science it, then sometimes we get nervous about it. You know, if I can't explain it with a natural explanation, yeah. then I'm not going to believe it. Yeah. Um, well,
0: how do you describe God at all? Sure.
2: In a natural in a natural explanation. explanation. Right. Right. right.
0: Right. Okay. So, but I think this is an incredibly interesting topic because and the more you study it in the scriptures it it just seems to be more and more the case mm-hmm. yes. that uh
2: it is god who binds and god who looses, and and he has the authority to give that because he says to peter right whatsoever thou bind right right but that's based on his authority to give that to him hmm yeah good study <laughs> good study we'll
0: uh Well, I'll be interested to see what folks think of uh, that understanding. But again, if we just take the Word of God the way that it is, instead of, again, uh, and I mentioned to the listener, instead of trying to take your beliefs and what you've always thought and, okay, that mindset has got to fit into the Scriptures, instead just taking the Scriptures for what it says...
2: It's, you it's, have to. You just think about it. It's like people say, I, just, that's, I don't know if I can believe that. Listen, Bub, you're going to live for eternity. You don't struggle to believe that. Yeah, that's right. right. You, you don't struggle yes. with a new heaven and a new earth. Yeah. Right? So it's just- it's, You don't it's, struggle with something like creation. It's funny how we are. You have no trouble
0: believing that a virgin gave birth to a yeah, son. sure. You have no trouble believing and that- And it
1: kind of goes back to way back when we first started this podcast, Brother Wiley made a comment about people love- Pretty things. Pretty things. Yeah. Right. You know the the simple. I say simple. It's not simple that the crossing of the Red Sea, but that's oh yeah, that's so cool. But then when you start getting into the weird.
2: Yeah. They don't want to
1: believe. They don't it. want to believe that. Yeah.
2: yeah. So. Yeah. Because they don't necessarily wrestle, right? We wrestle not with flesh and blood, mm. but with principalities and powers. They're perhaps entangled with the things of this life and aren't even thinking about. That's right. Spiritual things.
1: What's in it for me? Yeah.
2: W-I-I-F-M. Live your best life now, right? YOLO. You only live once. YOLO. <laughs> you gotta, ps- look, listen, you want good vibes. That's what we're going you for. You want good vibes. That's the new thing. Good vibes. <laughs> good vibes. Yeah.
0: Wow. So. Well, I guess, do we do we end on that note? Good, good vibes. Good vibes. Yeah.
2: <laughs> S- sending out good vibes Ugh. to oh, all, <laughs> all the people. Oh, oh man. boy. Go ahead, clean it up. <laughs> Go ahead and clean it
0: up. Well, if you're still listening to us, we appreciate your time spending with us. We'd be interested to hear from you uh, just what you think. And uh, again, we went into this podcast today just letting the Bible speak for itself, which is what we should do all the time. Uh, we are excited about coming together with you again, coming up here in the future at the Theology.